right, let's get this thing rolling. Dude, I'm making a podcast right now. What do you want to make? It's Camp Citrus, the podcast. Let's make something. We can do this every Wednesday. It's like an audio art show. Let's get creative. I think it's starting. Hey, welcome back to Camp Citrus, the podcast. It's episode 16. That's right. 16 episodes. That's how many we've made. Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening. Thank you for um, subscribing. Thank you for rating. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you for everything. Uh, I really want to say thank you to all the people that have reached out to me through email or Twitter or Instagram. Um, thank you to everyone that bought a hat off CampCitrus.com. Um, if you did buy a hat, send me a picture of you in the hat and I'll put it on my Instagram or whatever. You know, I do appreciate it. I greatly appreciate it. I know I got uh, I got a bunch of them out there, man. And, and they're, they're not just in uh, my home state and they're not even just in the United States. So uh, I really appreciate everyone rocking that Camp Citrus hat. Uh, I can't even can't even tell you how much I appreciate it. Thank you for everyone that's buying stickers. Um, that's always a big blessing for me because I, I, I don't know where you're putting them, but I know people are seeing them. So thanks a lot. That's a great advertisement. And if you, if you want to buy a hat, I'll throw a couple stickers in the bag, man. Uh, I do appreciate it. Uh, thank you again for everyone that's emailed me um, just topics or uh, little news clippings of things that they um, thought I should talk about. Or I do appreciate it. Those things, I can't even tell you how much that helps. Um, even if I don't talk about it, it's uh, a blessing in itself to know that people... Um, want to interact and and like the show and that they have uh, opinions and that they're not just like, um, you know, uh, brainless idiots. You know, I love the fact that people are trying to help out and that's amazing. And I really, really, from the bottom of my soul, thank you so much. If you do want to reach out to me, uh, you can um, reach out to me at campcitrus at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter, Camp Citrus, Instagram, Camp Citrus, uh, and there's CampCitrus.com. There's a um, box at the bottom down there that'll tell you, uh, you know, you just put in your information, leave a comment, man. I'll, I'll get it. It'll come straight to me. It, uh, it's amazing, man, how the uh, internet works. But I really appreciate all of that. Thank you so much, and uh, I look forward to all the future with all of you guys so god bless you or not i don't know what i don't want to force my religion on you but um oh let's take a moment of silence for norm mcdonald rest in peace norm that guy was a funny guy he's a big influence to me i i i love norm mcdonald if you don't know who norm mcdonald is you should definitely get on youtube check out some of his stuff uh, I know he's got some really funny stories on Conan. Uh, he was great on Saturday Night Live. 
Dirty Work, Scrooged. I think he was in Scrooged. He's in a bunch of stuff that I like. So everything he did, I was definitely uh, fully invested in. I loved it all. Uh, I know he had the one stand-up album, This Is Me Doing Stand-Up. I'm sure he had more, but that's the one that comes to mind immediately with no... uh, I'm just kind of spitting these off. I don't have any notes or anything. I just, I love Norm MacDonald and, uh, you know, I pray for his family and um, a great guy, man. So rest in peace, Norm. You really inspired me to just be, just to be funny and be a good guy, man. Norm MacDonald, the guy is awesome. Um, It's been a minute. I had a, I had a, so... I had some problems with my, uh, I'm not, I've said this before on another podcast, uh, that I'm not like a techie guy. I don't do a lot of computer stuff. I don't do a lot of, um, this is all kind of new to me. I kind of figuring out as I go and I lost a bunch of stuff, man. I had, I lost a whole, I lost an interview. I lost an episode. I lost some sound bites I had made. So, if you know where all that stuff goes when it leaves my computer, you know, help me out, man. I need to find it because I lost a bunch of stuff that was Camp Citrus, the podcast related. And it's gone, man. But that kind of held me up. I know it's like one thing after another, but I'm just kind of learning this whole process. So, some advice I can give to that note is um, back everything up. Like... Not just on a external hard drive or make another copy. Like, you know, especially like that interview I lost. I can't. I mean, it took me so long to, to get that guy to uh, meet up with him and, and then, I, you know, set it all up and then get the recording. And then I lost it. And I'll never have that again. I mean, it's gone. It is gone. Wouldn't it be cool, though, if there was, like, a website where all the lost electronic files went and you could just, like, listen to them? Like, I mean, or just go get your old stuff, but even better, like, it was just shared information. That would be so awesome. I bet there's so much great stuff. Because, like, right when I lost that uh, interview and that other episode and all those sound bites, I mean, it just immediately... As important as that was to me, it made me think about like what, um, you know, what, how, what really important stuff has been lost. You know, I, I mean, I'm just sitting here talking about art, but I bet there's been some crazy stuff lost, some crazy files just gone. So, piece of advice: back your stuff up, maybe, maybe even more than once. Um, you don't want to lose it, man. It, it's it's a hard hit when you lose some stuff on the internet like that or electronically or, you know, it's just the file is not there. And it's like, um, I know for me that the file was there, the icon was there, but when I clicked on it, it just said no audio file found. found. And, you know, um, it's gone. So, you know, things happen like that. Um I was thinking about dolphins the other day. Not the Miami dolphins, but real dolphins. Uh, just like how they can communicate. And I guess they talk to each other. It made me think like, 
is not one dolphin like, hey, watch out, there's nets over there? Like, why are they always getting caught in nets? And, and if he did get caught in a net, wouldn't he just tell his buddy, like, hey, stay away. It's a net over here. <laughs> I don't know why that just hit me, but thinking about that the other day is, uh, you know, dolphins need to communicate more, like, better, like, more clearly about their um, surroundings, man. Hey, man. Don't go down there. There's a net. So last episode, I talked about Kanye West. And um, since then, Kanye has released his album. And uh, he said he didn't release it, that the record label released it without his permission. It was incomplete. It's missing some songs. Um, I don't really know. It was 27 tracks, came out to uh, 109 minutes. For those of you that aren't, aren't as quick, that's, that's, like, that's like an hour and 50 minutes. That's a long album, bro. I didn't listen to the album yet. I probably will, but I haven't yet. But um, it's long. And I did hear, I, I talked to a lot of people about it, and uh, some people... Some people liked it. Some people didn't like it. Uh, one guy told me he thought it was um, sounded really like a bunch of um, chanting, and I, I don't know. I don't know, but uh, I do know the intro is just supposed to resemble his mother's last breath, because you know the album is called Donda, which is his mom's name. This is just a quick recap of last week, because uh, he did release it. And I know I had said that, um, you know, he was trying to push it back to hold Drake up or to like so they could come out on the same day to like hold Drake's sales down so they could like compete more. So Drake also released an album. His album was called uh, Certified Lover. Is it Certified Lover Girl? Yeah, I think so. But it, it, it was not 109 minutes long, and I didn't listen to it either. But I do know right now on the charts, uh, Drake is number three in all, like, of all genres. Like, he's that number three album out this week, and uh, Kanye has number seven. So Drake's beating him in the little race of uh, music. Which I don't think either one was like phenomenal from what I gathered on the, you know, like, I just put my ear to the street and this is what I hear. So don't, you know, like, again, don't go out to the world and quote anything I'm saying. Definitely don't take my opinion and be like, I heard Kanye West album sounds like a bunch of demon chants and stuff. Because that's I, I heard that. That's not, I don't know. That's not even my opinion. That's just what someone told me. But, uh. Yeah, so Drake and Kanye, they released their albums. Um, yeah, if you do have an opinion, you think one is better than the other, or, you know, let me know, man, because uh, I, I, I'm always interested in this kind of stuff. It's like a little beef or whatever, but not a real beef. And I don't know if I, if I told you about um, Versus. I, I probably did. But anyways, if you get a chance, check out the uh, Versus. It's... V-E-R-Z-U-Z. 
of uh, the locks versus Dipset. That's amazing. And that pretty much, uh, I felt like, certified Jada Kiss as, uh, if not the top five, one of the top five rappers. I mean, he it, it really made him look cool. I tell you that. he was He's a phenomenal rapper, and uh, he blew that show away uh, single-handedly. Was an amazing versus, probably the best versus I've ever seen. I really liked um, the Ghostface versus Raekwon one too. That was really good. But the Locks versus Dipset, uh, who I'm not a huge fan of either one. I mean, I love the Locks, and uh, you know, Cameron is great, but um, you know. Just kind of tuned in to see what was happening. And man, I mean, I was like blown away. That was a really good one. So Versus is where like they take two groups, uh, usually they're R&B or hip hop, and they kind of battle. But it's kind of like you get 20 songs and you get 20 songs. And, you know, you just see who can do the best show. And it, it they're pretty good. I, w- I would check those out, especially if you're into uh, hip hop and R&B. Uh, and, and then there's always going to be, you know, like one for you. Like maybe you don't like uh, Fat Joe or Ja Rule, but you might be into Snoop Dogg and DMX. So that, you know, obviously click on the one you like. Um, I, I've been talking about NFTs as well. That's a non-fungible token. We're still all a little confused on what that is. My friend bought one, which made me jealous. Uh, I don't know why, but he got one, and it went up in value. I don't know how that happens. I still don't understand any of it. Uh, as an artist, I didn't think I wasn't impressed at all with his NFT, but just the fact that he had one and was like, yeah, I got one. It's like, man, I can't say that, but I'm going to get one. And the thing about me is I'm going to make it myself. Um, Don't hold me to that. Although, you know, when we recap in a year, hopefully I'll have one. That's how long it takes me to make an NFT. One year. But most people just whip them up, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't even really understand any of that. Uh, But my buddy got one. And so I was looking and uh another friend of mine sent me in a little um link to a story about steph curry bought one so steph curry bought an nft for one hundred and eighty thousand dollars, and it's like a little um the best way i can describe it is it looks like um like a little monkey about to like a captain of a ship but he's a monkey and uh, once again, I'm not, you know, I don't, I'm not a critic. I'm, I, well, I does seem like I'm a critic on this podcast, but I wasn't that impressed with it. Um, I'm really happy for Steph Curry, but he got this um, uh, monkey sailor captain. It was from uh, the Board Ape Yacht Club. Which uh, I'm not exactly sure what that is, but it. I when I looked into it, it was really cool. It's like um, I guess these collaboration of ten thousand apes 
that are all different and all individually distinct. And um, I think people use them mostly for profile pics. But what I did think was cool about that was like if you bought one, you get like it's almost like you're in a club. And, um, you know, like you can do all these exclusive things with other people that have these um, board ape yacht club NFTs, which I don't really know what that is. And I don't really think that if you have one, you can just they like they don't send you Steph Curry's phone number, but you are uh, in this club with Steph Curry. And I think there's some other people. I mean, it's not just Steph Curry. Don't get me wrong. I think he paid an exuberant amount for his. I do not think that every board ape yacht club profile picture icon NFT thing is $180,000. But the one Steph Curry bought, which may have been for charity. I don't know. I didn't do all the research. I'm just telling you about it through like random screenshots that my brain has received from flicking through my phone so yeah steph curry got himself a board ape yacht club nft and uh congratulations man you know you and my other buddy own an nft now and um i'm happy for you man i hope it goes up in value i hope that uh you know, you get your $180,000 out of it, man. I'm sure you will, knowing that you're Steph Curry and whoever you sell it to will now have the used-to-be Steph Curry's NFT. So congratulations, Steph. I'm sure you'll make plenty of money off of that. Um, it is pretty cool that people are buying these things and it's like a new form of art. Uh it's kind of hard to explain or understand, but people are really into it. And, uh, hey, I can't, I'm not, I can't really, I want one too. What can I say? Uh, oh, like, yeah, and there's other groups too. Like, you know, there is the Bored Ape Yacht Club. And then I heard there's something like the Mutant Apes and the Pudgy Penguins. And there's all kinds of them, man. And then I think too that they're like, Whatever that group is, they'll like update them and stuff. So like, yeah, you bought one, but then uh, they can like modify it and send you the modifications. So oh, I'm not really sure. You know what? Let me stop talking about this because I'm not 100% sure. I mean, I read it, but, I, you know, it's an NFT. Steph Curry bought one. If you're really interested in that, look it up. It's pretty interesting. Um. Oh, I watched the Bob Ross documentary on Netflix. It was really good. Uh, I'm always interested in those kinds of things with Bob Ross. Uh, he's person. I, I really do like Bob Ross. I love a lot of things about him. Um, not only was he a great painter, but he's such a wholesome, good guy. And uh, which which uh, in the documentary I seems like kind of that kind of might have been part of his downfall was that he was so into the art and so into being a you know just a great guy and a nature lover that he was so far distant from the business side of 
his name and his uh, products and his show that um, he was taken advantage of pretty hard by his business partners. And uh, uh, so the documentary is on Netflix. Netflix is like a streaming service. Uh, you can watch movies and shows on. Um, they used to send them to your house on DVD, but now it's like a streaming service. You probably heard of it. They, uh, they do have a documentary about Bob Ross. It's called Happy Accidents. If you're, you know, home, you have an hour and a half, and uh, you don't know what to watch, check out Bob Ross, Happy Accidents. Pretty good documentary. Uh, it's a little, it's a little sad at the end, and uh, you know, it just, it just bothers me too that like, you know, if somebody is that talented and that creative and they're doing all of this work and you are making all that money off of them as the business partner and stuff even if you are able to swindle them and somehow control everything like their estate and everything why why not in the end just do what's right like even if you're like look you get 50%, I get 50%. You know, like, or or your kids get 50% and I'll take 50%. Why not just do the right, like, some, you know, you don't have to take it all. That's what I don't, I don't understand. Like, what, is it, is greed that strong that, like, these people just have to take it all? Like, you can't, I don't want to spoil this documentary. Um... I know I had talked about another. Uh, I I had talked about another documentary called Drew, about uh, another artist uh, I really love, Drew Struzan. That's on Amazon Prime, but same thing happened to him. Like, just his business partners just totally took everything. I mean, he didn't even know, like. I mean, it's just a, it's amazing because these people are so creative that like as soon as they finish the painting or the artwork or the whatever they're doing, you know, they're not thinking about the money or they're like on the next project immediately. Like, they don't, you know, I think as long as they can eat and then get back to work, they don't really care. And uh, that guy and Bob Ross, like just all the original artwork they don't you know is like basically stolen and all of the contracts are swindled out of you know it's like it's pretty unbelievable but i guess it just shows you that uh you know if you have a lot of talent you need to you need to be as hands on as you can be with the business side because I mean, that's really what it is. It's like, there's talented people, and then there's people that take their money. I mean, that's one thing I've definitely noticed in uh, the just the world of art, be it uh, actors, musicians, boxers, everything. It's like, the guy who manages you clearly is out for money. I mean... You know, I'm not saying that about everybody. You know, I'm, I, if you are someone's manager or agent and you just only wish the best for them, good for you, man. I, that's We need more people like that. But 
Uh, check out that documentary, Bob Ross, Happy Accidents. It's on Netflix. It's a streaming service. It's really good. Um, I can tell you, oh, one thing from that um, documentary that I really liked. I don't, I don't remember who said it, if it was Bob Ross's son or his brother or his friend. But somewhere in that documentary someone said he said something like i just had to do it because i had a little bit of drive and i didn't want to be left with a whole lot of regret and i i don't know man that was just a cool little quote like a whole lot of drive or uh, a little bit of drive and you don't do it and you get a whole lot of regret and um i don't know i mean it didn't stick with me or anything but that was a cool little quote. I never really thought about that. But it's definitely true where, you know, you, you think about something and it doesn't take a whole lot to do it. And then you don't do it. And then, uh, I don't know, like say someone else does it or, you know, a week later, some people are talking about something similar and you you never did it. So you have all you just like can't believe it. it's a whole lot of regret. And, uh, you know, I constantly talk about you need to get out there and do it and you know, push yourself and become, you know, the best person you can be. Like, and, you know, do everything you can. We're only here for so long. So you want to leave an impression. And, uh, you know, if you have a, it only takes a little bit of drive, man. And if you don't do it, man, you could be left with a whole lot of regret. So that was one thing I, I, I took away from that, um, from that documentary. <laughs> You're listening to the hottest podcast on all the podcast platforms. Enjoy Camp Citrus, the podcast. This podcast is for you. Oh, and that that NFT, uh, Steph Curry NFT, I do want to say shout out to my homeboy, Mike PPC. Thank you for sending me that because I would have never seen that, I don't think. And um, not only it was a great topic on the podcast, but... Uh, I talked about it at lunch with some people the other day, and they, they didn't know what it was, and it made me look good. So thanks, man. Thanks, Mike PPC. I really appreciate that, man. Uh, that was a big, big help for me, and I appreciate everyone that sends me all these little clips, but that one caught my eye for sure because I've been talking about NFTs, and it, just, it was like a recap to uh, some older episodes. So uh, yeah, check out the Bob Ross thing. Check out the Steph Curry NFT. Um Check out Kanye's album if you have a lot of time on your hands. Um, check out Drake's album if you're into that. Um, you know, if you don't know who Norm McDonald is, good God, man. Um, please check out Norm McDonald. That guy, I don't care who you are, that guy's funny, man. And uh, I know it's like dry um long drawn out jokes but good god man i mean that guy he was the funniest you know like that's why um all these people looked up to him you know he was he was he was one of the best man so check him out i was thinking the other day i was like riding my bike oh shoot speaking of so dude i was riding the bike the other day and uh I, um, I, I ate it, man. Oh my gosh. I was like 
trying. I, so I went over some railroad tracks, and then it was like I was about to turn into this parking lot. But I was like, man, I'll just cut through this grass and gravel, and uh, you know, I just basically tried to cut a corner instead of going all the way to the driveway, like taking the road to the driveway. I was like, I'll just jump off the road and go through the little patch of grass, and then I'll be in the parking lot. And uh, man, I was going too fast. There was too much of a change of surface. Like I went over some railroad tracks back onto concrete or asphalt, then into the grass, then I maybe some gravel, then some sand. Then I hit the parking lot, which was that slick black asphalt with a little bit of gravel on it, all while kind of turning and leaning. And uh, I, I might have hit a couple potholes in the process. And it, uh, I lost control and I just went down hard. I have, you know, it's, it's, it's healing well, but I lost like all of the, uh, skin on the left side of my leg and, uh, you know, it hurt. It it really did hurt. And, um, the worst part to me, and I, this is what's so crazy about my brain is that I really don't even care about the pain. My bike is fine. Nothing happened to my bike. The chain came off, but I put that right back on. But um, the thing that killed me the most was that so many people saw it. Like, there were people in that parking lot. And um, there were people. It was a, at a stoplight, so there was cars just stopped. A lot of people. And, uh, and it was pretty dramatic. And I slid. I slid far. Um... I slid until my bike hit. Um, dude, dude, to be honest, I went into the parking lot. I probably slid eight to ten feet. I mean, I was moving fast before I fell, and my my tires slid into the Waffle House sign. So I was in the parking lot of a Waffle House, uh, and I ate it. And then you know, not only. Did people see it? But then, like, my water bottle came out of my bike and, um, like, rolled across the parking lot, like, right to someone's feet who was already just, like, I could, he, like, wanted to laugh but wanted to make sure I was alive first. <laughs> he, like, picked up my water bottle and was just like, dude, are you okay? And, I mean, I started laughing just so that he would know I was okay, but, um, yeah, I mean, and I know that that guy doesn't listen to this podcast most likely, but thank God, thank you so much for just asking if I was okay, because uh, I just, I don't know, man, it means a lot to me that um, the human species it has some compassion, because yeah, as soon as he did see me laughing and I kind of expressed that I was okay, and I couple made a couple jokes, I was like, man, I was coming in hot. I, you know, just kind of like letting him know it was, I, I wasn't going to like limp off into the woods and die. He kind of laughed and made a couple jokes and um, handed me my water bottle. And then he went into Waffle House and probably got like an all star special. But uh, yeah, I ate it. And, uh, but I, what, what I was getting at was on that ride, I still rode, I rode like another 25 miles, just bleeding everywhere. 
I know. I mean, I was at stoplights and I could see people looking at my leg just like, like, you know, in just awe. But, um, you know, I always go around. One of my favorite things to do uh, or not do is slap stickers out while I'm on my bike. But um, that means like put stickers everywhere. But I, I'm not really sure I do that. It depends on who's listening. Um, but I always look at this art because there's like all this construction and there's all this graffiti and there's, um, you know, I, I ride all over the town and everything and um, I always see the graffiti and I always see these cool um, murals and these cool like uh, tags people do, especially like, you know, under bridges and tunnels, things like that. And it always got, it got me thinking, man, wouldn't it be cool if there was like a, um, almost like an art log app where... If you were going to go out, you know, like say you're going to go do, you're just going to go tag your name under a bridge. Then uh, you could tag your name under the bridge to go out, do your artwork, but then go to this art log app. If there's any app designers, man, you should really think about this because this is a pretty good idea. And then just uh, mark it on the map, you know, like, I mean, obviously if you're doing something super illegal or something, you wouldn't go log it, but... Um, you know, if you're just doing a mural or you're doing your name on, you know, under, uh, on a tunnel where it's okay, you could just like put it on the map, put what it was, take a picture of it and then put like, you know, a paragraph or a couple sentences or a story, whatever you want to do, you know, that would be so cool if you were just like, I really like that. I wonder who did it. And then you could just go to the app, pull up the area, find that mural and, you know, it'd be like me and Earl were chilling that day. We had just left the hot dog stand and uh, I had a couple extra cans of spray paint in my back book bag and decided to write, uh, I don't know, go uh, wolf pack on the on the wall. And uh, that's how that mural came about. And I hope it stays here. But, well, you know, whatever, whatever you want to write. Like, but but. If there was one of those for, like, every piece of artwork in the city, that would be pretty dope. Uh, I'm not an app designer. I'm not uh, pushing for this. Uh, I just kind of, like, have the premise of, of the idea. But, it, you know, if anyone wants to do that, man, feel free. It's a, it's a great idea. Um, I don't even think it would have to be just art-related. It could just be, like... Well, I think they have those kind of things, like where you check in and you can write, like, yeah, me and Becky had our first date here. But I do like the fact that, like, if you saw some artwork you liked, you could immediately see who did it, and then that would link you to other works, and then you could go to those works in the city. You know, it would just, like, be cool, and you could find out the date and find out if they've done anything recently and what's their website, stuff like that, you know, if they have a podcast, uh, you know, all that fun stuff that people love to do with art or, you know, um, you could even have like other people write stories. Like I saw that, um, mural, I see that mural every day driving home and I was devastated when they tore that wall down or I don't know. I mean, this is all just like flying out of my brain. I'm not really sure what I'm saying. I'm just trying to fill in some time and uh, promote this fictional app that I've created half-ass in my brain. So uh, check that out. Oh, it's not even a real thing, but, you know, if you do know someone that um, 
Create apps, man. Ask them if they want to do that one. Uh, we call it the Art Log app. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's what I wrote down. So um, one other thing that I do want to talk about. Uh, well, there's a couple things I guess I could talk about, but mainly, um, oh, one thing I do want to say is that uh, this week. I was uh, invited by a friend to um, attend a Zoom meeting. Again, not a technical person, not really a digital life guy. I don't get a lot of screen time. Uh, First time on Zoom. You know, I know that's crazy for everyone who's like, man, I've been on Zoom the whole COVID. I have not. I don't need Zoom for my job. It's uh, people do use Zoom at my job, but not me. Um, I just never had to use it, you know, and if I did have to use it, I'd go under my wife's account or whatever. So I was invited to, uh, down, you know, get on a zoom chat and, uh, I did download zoom, my own account. I was pretty amazed at how easy that was, but what I was invited to was a, um, like a reading, a book reading. You know, I think it was like an hour, so there were three artists. We'll say each artist gets like 20 minutes or 15 minutes or however you want to break this time down in your own head when you visualize the story that I'm telling. But, uh, yeah, my buddy Bradford Filan, you can check him out. He's an author. He does uh, some great work, man. I'm really impressed with him. Uh, I really, truly am really impressed uh, with Brad. He, he's a good guy. It's uh, Filan. P-H-I-L-E-N, Bradford Filan. You can find, I think, most of his books on Amazon. He's got three books that I know of. Uh, when the Color Started is like some short stories. It's really good. And that's the one that he read on the Zoom call that I went to or I attended. Uh, I think he has another one called Autumn Falls. And um, I did not, I haven't read any of Autumn Falls, but... I'm this guy can write, man. Check him out if you if you uh, are interested in books or you. uh, When the color, when the color started was is the one I have read. I haven't finished the book completely. It's short stories, so I just kind of take them one at a time. But uh, there's some really good ones in there. That's the one he read from. Like I said, he has another book called Autumn Falls, and um, he has another one. I don't know the name of that one. But uh, you can find it at his website, which is bradfordfiland.com. And uh, he's an amazing author. And uh, even if you're not into his books, I know he does a lot of book reviews and readings and stuff. And he could, uh, you know, reach out to him, man. And I'm sure he could push you into uh, the right direction if you're trying to get into books or whatever. You know, that guy's a great author if you have book ideas. Maybe he would want to hear it. I don't know. Send it to me. I'll send it to him. Whatever, however you want to work that out. But anyhow, what I'm getting at is my buddy Bradford Filen, P-H-I-L-E-N, sent me this link to go check him out on this book reading at, on a Zoom call. And uh, I went to it, and uh, this is really good. I was, like, really uh, impressed with everything about it. You know, he's my friend, so obviously, big ups to him. It was amazing to see him do that. But then even the other two guys, I was, like, pretty impressed with that. Um, 
it's just like I I don't know. It's like I I had kind of downplayed Zoom as a um, meeting spot. I don't know why. I think because I'm mainly into comedy and comedy is just it's a lot harder when you can't hear the whole room laugh. But this book reading, man, I was super impressed with. I gotta like look into more of that kind of stuff. And I think you should too. This is my recommendation. Not this is not my final recommendation, but I do recommend you um, a try new things. But B, man, if you're into books or uh, poetry or you know any of that kind of stuff, even like um, I'm sure music would be great. You know, that's another thing I did downplay in uh, 2020 when every band was doing live concerts on Zoom or tv and stuff i was like man you know i'm not doing that it's not really i don't think i'll get the same feel as like a concert so i didn't really get into it but uh after doing that um book reading man i was really impressed and i really enjoyed that and uh i appreciate it for the invite but also even more uh i will be like looking for more stuff like that i just had never tried it and um it's great it was great it was was pretty amazing so uh, if you know of uh, any zoom calls that are um, you think are going to be good send me the link man I'll get involved Um, let's see what else do we have Uh, that might be it for this week I didn't didn't write down a lot of notes and uh, because I lost that digital information from my external hard drive you know I don't really know um, what I was supposed to talk about I just kind of came in with uh, a couple things um, I'm still working on the skateboard I am thinking legitimately that uh, I'm going to stop talking about future projects and doing projects and just talking about them afterwards because if I talk, if it just gets difficult to like, like this skateboard where I should be done with it, but some things drag out. I've had a lot of stuff going on. My work schedule has kind of been changing a little bit. Um, You know, and when, with like my son's soccer and with these other events that um, pop up, it's like, it's hard for me to get a set schedule where everything works out. So even podcasts like this, man, it's just like I just kind of gather it right before I do it. And um, I really hope you enjoy it. I'm going to call this one here. Uh, thank you so much for listening. The uh, Hidden Gem or uh, my personal recommendation that I have for you this week is, um, oh, I read this book. Let me correct myself. I had this book on tape. If you do not listen to books on tape, that's fine. But I do enjoy it a lot. And um, like I said before, there's um, your local library or your county library or your, I don't know where you live or what you do, but there's libraries that give free books. And they also have audio books. And Like for me, for instance, I live in a county where um, I can download this app called Libby and then I have access to all the books in my county library. So I get audio books from them and then I listen to them at work. 
I'm currently listening to uh, John Steinbeck's The Pearl, which I've probably read 20 times, and uh, I'm blown away by it. I don't know why. I love it. It's amazing. Um, it's just pretty straightforward story, pretty good reading. Uh, the audiobook is great. I don't know why, but I like it a lot. And um, the book I read before this one was called Station Eleven. Station Eleven is a book by Emily St. John Mandel. I think it was written. I think it was written in 2014. I know. I know for sure it won some awards in 2015, and it was on a New York Times bestseller. But Station Eleven was super good. I was uh, really surprised and shocked at how much I liked it. I knew I was gonna like it um, from my wife recommended it to me and the little bits of information she gave me about it. I was like, sounds good, but. Um, it was it was really good. I was shocked. It's called Station Eleven. It's about um, it takes place in like the I want to say uh, Lake Michigan area. Is that right? Is it Canada? Anyways, yeah, they're yeah yeah they're they're in like Lake Michigan area. I want to say at some point they're in Chicago. They're in an airport. All this kind of stuff. I don't really want to like blow the whole thing, but basically. Um, a strain of flu breaks out and if you get if you get this flu you die within like 14 hours so it's bad and um you know the population gets cut down drastically and um the story kind of connects uh uh, let's say like four or five people over like this mat this I'd say like 14 years I I'm not exactly sure on this but um there are like all these characters that have a connection and it basically takes you from the start of the the pandemic to um like the I want to say like 14 years after it started. I, I'm not exactly sure on that, but it's great. It is great. There's like a traveling symphony and you kind of hang with them for a little while. And then they go back to this guy's like life and um, his, you know, four wives. And you kind of follow one of them through the whole it's 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 so good. It's called Station Eleven. Um I want to say it's like eight hours on an audiobook. I don't know how many pages it is. Uh, you know, you could listen to Kanye West album like four times or listen to this entire book, which is super amazing. I highly recommend it. It's called Station Eleven by Emily St. John Mandel. I uh, know she has other books that have the same characters in them, which I'm kind of interested in, but I can only do uh, so many, like, novels. I have to separate it, man. I got to do, like, short, 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 long, short, 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 take a break, long. Um, but, yeah, 
Station Eleven is amazing. I highly recommend it. I got another podcast coming out next week for sure. It's an interview with a good friend of mine. We'll get to that next week. I appreciate you listening. It's always a pleasure. I would love to do this podcast every week, and I'm going to try to get back at that, but it's just taking some time. We're having a lot of technical difficulties. Um, This is all new to me. I know I somehow managed to get through the first uh, 12 or 13 with a breeze, but uh, I almost feel like each week it it gets a little bit more pressure, a little bit harder, but it really doesn't, and I need to just stick with it. Uh, it's just so much going on in my life, and, you know, I, I just, you know, I'm going to keep them coming. So just keep listening and hold out and uh, subscribe, and that way when I do release one, you will know it's out there. So, all right, man, take care of yourself. I'll see you again real soon, no doubt. Peace, amen, Zion, one love. Be easy, keep it real, stay motivated, and I'll see you in the streets. All right? All right. I hate to say it, but this is the end of another Camp Citrus, the podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you've been inspired to get out there and create something of your own. Feel free to send pictures of your artwork, stories, ideas, or questions to campcitrus at gmail.com. Also, be sure to follow along on Twitter and Instagram at Camp Citrus. And finally, we've made it easy for you to get all your Camp Citrus in one location, campcitrus.com. Be sure to check it out. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you again next Wednesday.